From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 106.3. Uh, Christian, are you a helicopter guy? Have you ever been in a helicopter? Do you have any idea, uh, desire to uh, travel in a helicopter? I want to and never have done before. It's on the bucket list. It's on the bucket list? Yeah, man. I don't know if I'm uh, aligned with you there. Mike Norvell, Florida State head coach, is making the chopper rounds today throughout Palm Beach County. Our Tyree Smith, WPTV News Channel 5, WFLX Fox 29, has been following him. He was at Benjamin School. He was at Cardinal Newman. I'm curious what parameters one must achieve in college football to be of the stature of one that can head to high schools in a helicopter. We're going to break that down in a second. Uh, Let me tell you about I Think Financial. Join I Think Financial for free shred days in October. They invite you to securely discard personal and financial documents and help those in need by donating non-perishable food uh, food items at each event. Enjoy refreshments, giveaways on select days in October at a branch near you. And each individual is allowed up to 10 standard size banker's boxes of paper materials at a time for shredding. Certified document destruction shredding service offered to I Think Financial Credit Union members through MicroShed. That is a non-affiliated third-party service provider for I Think Financial Credit Union. By participating in the free shredding service, you agree to hold the credit union harmless from all liability. It is free shred day. Shredding those documents, refreshments, snacks. It's a whole thing they do at the conveniently located, I think, financial location throughout Palm Beach County and the Treasure Coast. And don't forget tonight, Eric Church, I think, Financial Amphitheater, 730, I think, FI.org. I think, FI.org. That's I think, Financial. That's a big show. You an Eric Church guy? Yeah. You know, doing a country music radio for a couple of years before I came down to West Palm, it kind of over stimulated my country music senses where I liked it more before I did it on the radio and having to do it as a job and say I liked every song that was being put on the radio made me dislike country music, uh-huh. but I still respect a lot of Eric Church. Uh, I wanted to play something. This was uh, yesterday. This is Kyle Shanahan, San Francisco 49ers head coach. Uh, and uh, he uh, he was discussing the, the, the motion that the Dolphins use uh, to get Tyree Kill really off the line quick, avoid press coverage. And remember, Mike McDaniel was along for the ride with the Shanahans and was the offensive coordinator under Kyle Shanahan when he left San Francisco. I, I, I love this from Kyle Shanahan because he's just acknowledging, one, yeah, Mike McDaniel, that dude is elite-brained, and two, I've copied it. And three, uh, it kind of feels a little CFL-ish and cheating. But hell, if it's being allowed, let's run it. And I think it just shows how progressive Mike McDaniel is and how in year two with the Dolphins, he is already trend-setting in a league that presumably had seen everything offensively. What's been your impression of the way Mike is, especially with Tyreek, he's that sort of short, fast motion? Um, kind of what you expect. I mean, Tyreek is such a unique dude. He's the one dude with those motions who can is fast enough to run any route known to man off of him. Um, and not many people are like that. So they get to try a lot of stuff with that, which Mike's as good as anyone at trying stuff and being creative. Um, they did that in week one with a little cheat motion. Um, 
we did it in week two after we saw it. The Rams did it about three times versus us in week two. Um, I've also seen every team probably do it since week one. So it's, it is a cool motion, um, and they got a real cool guy to do it with. We call it cheat. Yeah. Shortly after you hung out It's cheating. Why is it cheating? I don't know. It looks... It's almost did it. Uh, it looks... It looks hard to stop people like Tyreek and Debo himself with a running start. That's usually only in the CFL, so um, it's, it's cool to get him running sideways and still find a way to hit it vertically. What's so exciting about this Dolphins offense and what it's become with the pieces that it has is that you have Kyle Shanahan, who in my opinion is the head coach of the most complete team in the NFL and is the man who is most directly responsible for grooming the offensive mind of Mike McDaniel, who is sitting here acknowledging, man, some of that stuff he's doing. Uh, yeah, we, we're, we're, we're using it here now and kind of joking. like It's cheap motion. It looks like the CFL. Like acknowledging this dude's just on a different plane right now. And he was under me on this staff. He was working for me two years ago. Like Mike McDaniel has been everything is advertised and more. Not just the quirky, funny dude, but he is also the big brain, the transcendent progressive force that some were suggesting he was. And that also suggests to me, why would that have to change? If he's coming up with these kinds of elements, this motion and how he's transformed the Dolphins offense and now starting to become the one who gets copied throughout the NFL because we know that's always what happens. What's coming next? It's super exciting. Oh, it's super exciting because Mike McDaniel is kind of the final boss of creativeness being rewarded with head coaching jobs. You're seeing what he can do just behind a clipboard and what he can draw up rather than, hey, that looks like my head coach. That guy's a leader of men, which Mike McDaniel might as well be a leader of men, but he excels really in his play design, his concepts, changing the offense in that way, even just as the head coach, not just the OC. I'm interested to see how that's going to play out when he doesn't show you things in the regular season. If the Dolphins do make the playoffs, game planning for a playoff matchup, what's going to be unveiled there that opposing teams in the playoffs won't have a chance to see yet? We're going to see some crazy stuff that the Dolphins don't want to put on tape in these next 14 weeks of the season. What if the Dolphins just go like straight I formation? They get to the <laughs> postseason and they, they just turn into an I formation team. Uh, that would be hilarious. But uh, he makes a good point, uh, too. I, I think, Kyle Shanahan, you can't just pull this off with any offense. Uh, eventually, yeah. defenses are going to catch up. What makes it difficult, though, with all of this motion that soon all NFL teams are going to do is that it only gets maximized with a certain caliber of player. And the Dolphins have the highest-end caliber players to pull this off with, with the highest end of the high-end caliber players to pull it off with in Tyreek Hill. Yeah, I was about to say, I don't want to turn this into a neg on Tua, but how many other quarterbacks could you interchange in that system with Tyreek Hill, with Jalen Waddles going to be back this week and still be well, as creative? Here's my counter to that. I don't think there are many quarterbacks that have the stones of Tua to throw the anticipation ball okay. like he does. The timing of Tua is elite, which is what makes him special within this Mike McDaniel offense. I don't think that there are many NFL quarterbacks that have the confidence in a coach or their own ability to just throw it somewhere with a defender sitting waiting for it 
and then expecting that that receiver is going to come in and nab the football. And Tyreek Hill, if you watch any NFL films of last week, Tyreek Hill on the opening touchdown of the game ran the wrong route. Yeah. And so that required Tua, who's used to timing routes, to have to stop, go through his progressions again real quickly, and then pick out Tyreek Hill. I, there, I, I, I understand what you're saying, and I know that all I do is defend Tua, but I think Tua's sense of timing and how quickly he gets through his progressions, he's top five in the league when it comes to scanning and making a decision, which is why you can't just have any quarterback play for Mike McDaniel. And I feel like the past three weeks, when judging the playoff hopes, the postseason hopes for the Dolphins, whether or not they will or can win the division, has been if Tua stays healthy uh, That's 100%. always the qualifier. And I think always it's unfair to use that for one team because, hey, if – Pat Mahomes stays healthy. Yeah, sure. the Chiefs are in the favor in their division, sure. too. Same thing with almost every other starting quarterback for a playoff hopeful team. I don't think that you can use that qualifier for just the Dolphins with an upper body injury like that. All I know is I saw the Dolphins offense without Tua last year mm-hmm. and with Tua, and it was completely two completely different things. Yeah. Two completely different things. Like last year, you could see Chad Henney getting in and churning out yards, uh, using him sparingly. Uh, with the Chiefs. Last year when Tua didn't play, it was a hard, hard watch, which leads me to believe that Mike McDaniel, he's got to have a backup, more vanilla option offensively if Mike White is going to be needed for a significant amount of time, which is why I do think that the if Tua is healthy, you're right, but I think there's levels to it, and it may ring more true with the Dolphins that the starting quarterback has to stay healthy as compared to the rest of the contenders in the NFL. I said it earlier this week. I'll say it again just for posterity purposes. This is the week for the Dolphins. If they go to Buffalo, they win 1 o'clock Sunday here on ESPN 106.3. Then, for me, it is full speed ahead. This team can win the AFC East. This team can make a serious run at something extremely special. I already am very excited for what the Dolphins could be if they can stay healthy. That's not going to change if the Dolphins lose on Sunday, but we see a potential AFC East champion division winner and then the the clouds part if the Dolphins win against the Bills because suddenly you have leapt a hurdle that you have not been able to scale that win in Buffalo. You nearly did it twice last year. But if you've got to win the if you're going to win the division, I think you've got to take this game. If you're going to be full-fledged into Super Bowl contender, if you want to be called Super Bowl contender because I'm not quite there yet with the Dolphins, they can be special. But are they at Super Bowl level? If you can go beat the champs on their home field and carry over what you've done the first 3 weeks to Sunday, then I am willing to jump on the air Monday and say Miami Dolphins, Super Bowl contender. This is the gauge Sunday. This is Sunday, and I don't mean to to be susceptible to hyperbole, but Sunday is the barometer. You beat Buffalo, start throwing around the SP. Yeah, absolutely. We were talking about this before the show where the time has passed and we're outside of the way where there are moral victories in week four. If the Dolphins go out there and lose a 33-30 to game, it's no more, hey, they look good this year. I like their chances still. No, no, it's time to win those games yep. in the regular season like they have done in past regular seasons. But now the if you're going to be a Super Bowl contender, if you're going to be the favorite to win the division, you win these games even if they're on the road against Josh Allen, 
who people will call an alien. Uh, here's my, again, in case you've missed it, here's my Tony Romo impression yep. of uh, calling Josh Allen an alien, which is going to happen about 47 times Sunday on the CBS broadcast with Jim Nance and Tony Romo. Tony Romo can't stop calling Josh Allen an alien, and this is what it sounds like. He's an alien. That's my Tony Romo impression. Are you happier that this game is at 1 p.m. or would you prefer it in either window? In other windows? Uh, I mean, I think the Dolphins Bills deserve a 425 window. Yeah, I think so too. Um, but I'm not going to go crazy about it. It it does mean that the tequila consumption starts earlier, mm-hmm. about a one o'clock kickoff. Which you know what? I can handle that. It means uh, easier bedtime later in the night. Because yep. Sundays are for tequila. We got Chiefs at Jets as our Sunday night game <gasps> this week. Yeah, I'm I'm gonna watch maybe a couple of minutes of that game. If it looks as the first quarter between the Chiefs and Bears did last week, I might turn that game off and well, throw on some wrestling. Couple of things off this. Couple of things off this. Um, because NFL media can't stop falling all over itself and fanning itself over Taylor Swift because. As we know, no NFL athlete has ever dated uh, a a superstar woman before. That's never happened in the history of football. This is the first time we're experiencing this. Uh, the coverage is suffocating. It is embarrassing. And guess who's going to be reportedly in Travis Kelsey's suite again, but this time at MetLife Stadium on Sunday night. Guess, 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 guess. I don't even want to say the name out loud because that makes it real. And that makes me accepting that this is going to happen. It's going to be mani- a topic. Yeah. That means you're going to manifest it. Yeah. Uh, Taylor Swift is reportedly going oh. to be at MetLife Stadium Ooh. again. So this, if you thought... This week was overwhelming with Taylor Swift discussion and coverage. Think about Sunday night when the Chiefs are up 43-7 to midway through the third quarter, okay? And NBC has nowhere to go but point that camera shot up at the suite where Taylor Swift is standing at the window chest bumping people and slapping on the glass and it's the standalone game prime time the premier production in the NFL all week long and it's going to be Sunday night it's going to be Mike Tirico it's going to be fawning over Taylor Swift it's going to be uh sideline reporter sideline reporter sideline reporter oh, is that Michelle Tafoya no, no it used to be Michelle Tafoya oh god why am I blanking because this is her second go around Blonde woman just talking incessantly about Taylor Swift. Awkward middle-aged men trying to sound hip discussing Taylor Swift. It's going to be all in a blowout game on Sunday Night Football on network television, NBC. It's going to be all Taylor Swift all the time, and it is going to be bleeping miserable. So on Sunday Night Football, they do the the classic um, Dak Prescott, Mississippi State, like when they're announcing these starting lineups. They might put Taylor Swift she on might the be starting, in the starting lineup. Lineups. For the yes, yes. Like, you'll see Taylor Swift, Nashville, the Everest tour. And it's oh be, yeah, I promote oh, the tour. Right. God. No, it's going to be insufferable. It's going to be unbearable. It is going to be a blowout in favor of the Chiefs, and the only place NBC can go because their Q rating says so is talk about and show Taylor Swift on TV. So if you thought this week was bad, just wait until Sunday night. It's going to be bad. It's going to be really. Really bad because I don't know what direction they're going to go on. Last week it was, oh my gosh, she's here in the Kelsey box. What's going to be week two of this experiment? Oh my gosh, um, now she's going to be sitting with Mister Kelsey. Mm-hmm. Now she's gonna, like I don't know what else they can squeeze out of this 
but well, they find for damn sure will they'll squeeze something else out of this. So, contrary to what Carrie Underwood sings at the start of the Sunday Night Football broadcast on NBC, I, Ken Levicka, will not be waiting all day for Sunday night. That's Christian Cat, the Audible Assassin. I'm Ken Levicka. I'm live on ESPN 106.3. <laughs> From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 106.3. Hey, check out the podcast. It's free. That's right. Free, free, free. Just for you. Every day, Ken LaVica Live podcast. If you missed anything, well, it's right there for you. The power of the internet. My God, it's incredible. It's the Ken LaVica Live podcast wherever you get your podcasts. If you're just tuning in now, one of us wet ourselves in a tent. Mm-hmm. You'll find out who. Who is go back and listen to the podcast. Who urinated all over themselves in a tent, not once but twice? Uh-huh. You'll find out if you listen back. If you missed that portion, Ken Levicka Live podcast. Good tease. Mm-hmm. Good radio sense on your part. Um, real quick, Audible Assassin Christian Cat. Uh, can I hear... Can I hear... Uh, let's see. Let's go with... Uh, with Desmond. Let's go with Desmond okay. here. Let's talk a little uh, college football real quick. Um, uh, so this was from yesterday on ESPN. This is Desmond Howard, college game day. Desmond Howard breaking down. Oh, this was on Greeny. Him breaking down Colorado and USC at noon on Saturday, which, by the way, is uh, 10 a.m., in Boulder. Thanks, Fox. This is a noon uh, kickoff Eastern time, but this is heavily favored USC at Deion Sanders, Coach Prime, and Colorado. And here is Desmond Howard breaking down the game, bringing up unnecessary things from several weeks ago. There he is, Desmond Howard, ready to go. Game day this weekend and everything else. But let's start by talking about Coach Prime in Colorado. Obviously, last week... A, a, a bit of a setback, however you want to view it. What is the blueprint for them to hang close with a really good USC team this weekend? Well, Greeny, the, the blueprint would be to be able to go in there at full strength, but obviously because of the cheap hit that... Stop it right there. Stop it right there. Superstar, two-way. So, so let's go back to the beginning of that because I want to catch it again. He said cheap hit, the, the cheap hit. Why, why is Desmond Howard and why is college football not over it? Like We know Travis Hunter took a big hit. We know it lacerated his liver. We understand that. But as we said at the time, it's football. And now Desmond Howard, like what what good does it do to continue to relitigate the hit in a rivalry game that took place that has had Travis Hunter out? Do you think Travis Hunter is the difference between Colorado winning and losing against Oregon last week? <laughs> no. No. Not even close. Might be might be a three point difference. Yeah, not even close. But Desmond Howard, he's still, he's still caught up, and it's very irresponsible. Let's let's hear this again. A setback, however you want to view it. What is the blueprint for them to hang close with a really good USC team this weekend? Well, Greeny, the, the blueprint would be to be able to go in there at full strength, but obviously because of the cheap hit that Travis Hunter, their oh, all-star superstar two-way player, suffered in, during the Colorado State game, they're going in there without him. But, you know, they do have some skill. That's the hit right there. Lacerated his liver, and um, the kid did not get thrown out the game. Like, what but, is oh that? What are we, we doing? We did this already, too. Hey, Desmond, <laughs> this was two weeks ago, man. Uh, you got to get over it at some point. Uh, 
I, I don't know what Desmond Howard's trying to do there, what point he's trying to make. We get it. It sucks Travis Hunter got knocked out of the game. We know that it was a late hit. Deion Sanders has come out and said, hey, that's football, man. That's football. Travis Hunter has come out and said, hey, man, that's just football. That's what happens. But Desmond Howard, of all people, is still not over it. Desmond Howard sounds like, to me, someone that is completely immersed and caught up in the Coach Prime experience. He loves the access he's getting at Colorado. He loves the treatment he gets from Deion Sanders and that program. And he's become Colorado fanboy as opposed to college football analysts. There's way too much fanning, by the way, going on at ESPN. Whether it's Mike Greenberg in this Jets nonsense or Stephen A. Smith in this Knicks nonsense, listen, I'm a midday host in a specific market. Sports talk radio, this is the voice of fans. You're allowed to be fans in this setting. But on big boy ESPN, on television, coming into millions of homes where you try to act like a journalistic company, ESPN, this ain't it. So from Mike Greenberg openly cheerleading for the Jets to Stephen A. Smith giving hypothetical locker room pep talks to the Knicks during the playoffs to now Desmond Howard going full-fledged attack student-athlete two weeks after the fact because he's in Coach Prime's pocket? That's really gross. Let's hear this one more time from Desmond Howard, and I don't know what he's trying to do here. It's the blueprint for them to hang close with a really good USC team this weekend. Well, Greeny, the, the blueprint would be to be able to go in there at full strength, but obviously because of the cheap hit that Travis Hunter, Why? the all-star superstar, two-way player, suffered in, during the Colorado State game, they're going in there without him. But, you know, they do have some skill. That's the hit right there. Lacerated his <laughs> liver. And um, the kid did not get thrown out the game. But that, why? There is no point in bringing that up. Mike Greenberg did not ask you about Travis Hunter. He did not ask you about the hit from two weeks ago. It's old. It has nothing to do with anything. Deion Sanders himself has come to the defense of the player who hit Travis Hunter. A young man that he calls his son came and came to the defense of the player that hit Travis Hunter. Travis Hunter himself said... Hey, it's football. It happens. Yet there's Desmond Howard unwilling to let it go. And it's kind of his responsibility on national media to try to educate a viewer about what is going to happen or what could happen this weekend. We saw what Colorado looked like without Travis Hunter already. This is not new. They did not play Travis Hunter, obviously, against Oregon. They got blown out. But this is not a something we haven't seen before this weekend. Desmond Howard comes off even more ridiculous, though. When you see what Travis Hunter himself posted yesterday, you'll never guess who was on the University of Colorado's campus yesterday hanging out and checking in with Travis Hunter, doing social media videos with him. Your boy Travis Hunter here. We back with another banger. We got a special guest. Come on in, man. What's up with you? What up? How we doing? How so we doing? Stop it right there. Go ahead and let the people know who you is. That's Henry Blackburn. The man from Colorado State who hit and injured, cheap hit, Desmond Howard and lacerated the liver of Travis Hunter. That's right. While Desmond Howard is prattling on about something that happened multiple weeks ago, the Deion Sanders and Travis Hunter both said, hey, it's over. It happened. We're moving on. But Desmond Howard can't get over it. While he's prattling on about that, Henry Blackburn, the Colorado State player who lacerated the liver 
of Travis Hunter is hanging out with Travis Hunter. Let's play the entire Travis Hunter, Henry Blackburn clip. Your boy Travis Hunter here. We back with another banger. We got a special guest. Come on in, man. What's up with you? What up? How we doing? How we doing? Good. Go ahead and let the people know who you is. You know, Henry Blackburn. You know, play at CSU. We just we just played uh, last last weekend or last Saturday. You know, I was just making sure my my, my, my guy's straight. Yeah. You know, just making sure he's good, checking in with him. I know we, we talked after the game on the phone and then through yeah. the DMs and stuff and made made this happen for the people yeah. that love to see negativity. This ain't a negative video, man. It's great positive. And you know how we get. It's nothing but positivity this way. Desmond, I think it's time to get over it, my friend. That's Christian Cat, the Audible Assassin. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3. From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken Levick Alive on ESPN 106.3. Mike Norvell helicoptering throughout Palm Beach County. Especially on a day like this, get me the hell away from a helicopter. I have no desire to be in a chopper. Christian Katz says it's a bucket list item. They've got these services nowadays that cost a lot of money. My buddy did it in New York City where you can hang your legs outside the helicopter and they kind of have a seatbelt that holds you back. They have, they like buckle in your phone to your chest to get your hands free. That is the, the hardest of hard nose for me. I mean, <laughs> there's not a chance. Mike Norvell, who who is in the same realm as him Shopper caliber college football coaches because I do think there's a line of delineation somewhere. How do we how do we determine who is a chopper caliber college football coach where it's cool if they're landing on your high school football field? Because I don't think it's something that all college football coaches can uh, can pull off. Let me tell you about Baptist Health Orthopedic Care. They have a team of skilled orthopedic sports medicine surgeons and specialists that specialize in surgical and non-surgical treatments to get you back to what you love. Don't put off seeing a doctor. Visit baptisthealthnet slash ortho today for more information. Baptist Health Orthopedic Care combines its resources of experienced physicians, leading edge treatments, and technology to provide advanced orthopedic foot and ankle joint replacement spine and sports medicine care. Visit baptisthealthnet slash ortho. For more information today, Baptist Health Orthopedic Care has offices conveniently located in Palm Beach County through the Florida Keys. Learn more by visiting baptisthealth.net slash ortho. All right, so Mike Norvell has been, correct me if I'm wrong, Seacat, uh, uh, at the Benjamin School today. He has been at Cardinal Newman yep. today. Uh, so uh, going from, uh, from North Palm to West Palm and... Uh, our Tyree Smith, WPTV News Channel 5, WFLX Fox 29, has been following him the entire way. So what this is, like, it's cool. The way Florida State's program is now, coming off a win over Clemson, undefeated, uh, their legitimate national championship contenders. Like, it's cool to have Mike Norvell touch down on your campus in a helicopter. Like, he's he has hit that status now. I think it's the seminal name. The Florida State name is carrying a lot of weight there. But But Mike Norvell, personally, in person, he's not the guy that's flying. It's Florida State's head coach, Mike Norvell. Under the Florida State umbrella, yes, absolutely, it's cool. Now, what I would argue is that you need to get your program. If you're someone like Mike Norvell, who is a relative unknown, unless you're really into college football before he got to Florida State, who has largely, and I like Mike Norvell, 
and he's definitely loosened up a bit over the years. But from a in a public setting, he does have sometimes the charisma of a piece of white bread. Right. Okay. So the reason that it's cool when Mike Norvell is landing in a helicopter, he's got shopper status now as a college football head coach, is because he has helped raise Florida State to a certain level where Florida State's hot again. Mm -hmm. Uh, It means something when Mike Norvell, because Florida State's hot, is landing on your high school football campus. Um, Saban, of course, chopper caliber head coach. Kirby Smart, chopper caliber head coach. Um, now is Billy Napier in that spot? Cause right now it's awesome that Mike Norvell's landing and people are looking out the windows. Students are looking out the windows, taking photos, want to shake Mike Norvell's hand. Is it cool right now? If Billy Napier is taking a chopper to your high school campus, I think the Florida history helps you out. SEC town helps you out. I think it still is cool for Billy Napier. I see. I think that. He was, there was no way that dude would be heading into a chopper and going to recruit until they beat Tennessee this past weekend. Okay. Or two weekends ago. So you beat Tennessee and then they beat Charlotte last weekend. Now Billy Napier can be a chopper caliber head football coach. You can't under a shroud of discomfort of issues within your program be flying that helicopter around. So imagining uh, air cra- air traffic control kind of denying requests like, wait a second, Florida, we saw the Utah game, no chance. We're not giving you the airspace to right, fly through right. here. Three oh, weeks wait. ago, <laughs> Billy Napier coming to your school, it's like, why the hell is that guy in a chopper? Get in a car. Rent a car, sir. Yeah, right? my, my flight to New York had to divert around Gainesville because you were taken off in your helicopter. Right. I know that's how aviation does not work that way, but still, I, I like to imagine that air traffic control considers your Power 5 program's record and your season so far, giving you clearance. But this is where there's the issue because a Power 5 program is generally the only program that A, can pay, but B, also, just from a, a, optics. an optics standpoint, great, great word, can pull off chopper head football coach. Power 5, UCF's in the Power 5. Gus Malzahn, it's not cool if <laughs> Gus Malzahn is headed to your campus in a helicopter like that doesn't work like UCF I'm sure they can pay for it now but that's not cool right like that doesn't work Cristobal canes are hot now show up in a chopper that makes sense that's the U but that's also Mario Cristobal 4-0 Mario Cristobal as opposed to losing to Middle Tennessee State Mario Cristobal okay now power five Kirk friends with Iowa I don't want him on my field I don't want Kirk (laughs) Ferentz on my football field with a chopper no that's not exciting enough, but James Franklin from your alma mater, Penn State, he's a chopper coach. Yeah, he's a chopper coach. Ryan Day, Ohio State chopper coach. Jim Harbaugh, Michigan chopper coach. Absolutely. Um, Steve Sarkeesian, Texas, that's a chopper coach. But there's got to be a line of delineation. Like As good as North Carolina is, Mac Brown, I'm not getting excited for Mac Brown showing up in a chopper. He's not a, he's not a chopper coach. Uh, I think you can go to smaller schools. I think that also matters, too. If you're a school that oftentimes does have choppers coming in and out where you can kind of pick and choose, maybe you give the denial to a Mac Brown. But, hey, Mac Brown wants to come to our school. We've got this great three-star lineman. We want to get him to the Power Five. We want to get coached by one of the greats. I think then you open up the football Maybe field. Maybe if Mac, Mac Brown, Brown is is if North Carolina is the biggest school that's looking at that kid. Yeah. Because other than that, like Mac Brown, who's he going to come to campus in a helicopter uh, and see that is going to be cooler than Nick Saban coming in? 
Well, I, that's the, I, I just that's what I'm saying. It's like there's there are there there are different levels to all of this. Where Norvell has reached Saban level of all right, it's cool he's on campus. Like Napier, I think can now get away with it. Mario with the start that the Canes are off to and how they're playing. All right, you can get in a helicopter. Kirby Smart always. Lane Kiffin for sure, absolutely. Um, like Dabo, Dabo still, it's been a rough year for him, but Dabo, there's prestige when he shows up in a helicopter, but like Brett Bielema, Illinois, uh-uh. <laughs> like, that's, that's just not cool. It's not cool enough. No, so, it's not cool. Uh, who, who is, who is uh, on the acceptable helicopter caliber college football coaches list? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. And you know what? By the way, uh, why don't we just burn this off? Brett Bielema, Illinois, not cool if he lands on your football field at a high school in a helicopter to recruit. That's what I think. Brought to you by I Think Financial. See what I did there? I love what you did there. Yeah, yeah it was very, very good. Very professional uh, of me. So, uh, again, Sunday night. You better hope it's at least competitive. You better hope it's at least competitive because you're about to get a face full of Taylor Swift. A face full of Taylor Swift. I, it, stay away from social media, let alone the broadcast, because anytime she's brought up on the broadcast, you'll see that same clip from NBC on Twitter, on Instagram, 10 times over. And I'm already sick. I'm yep. already pre-mad about Sunday night, and it's only Friday. <sighs> EDS Air Conditioning, EDS is, yes, they're a train comfort specialist. It's hard to stop a train. That's EDS, family-owned and operated since 2006, servicing Palm Beach County and surrounding areas. That's EDS Air Conditioning. Air quality matters. They got it. Plumbing matters. They got it. Of course, AC, extending your unit to its warranty or replacing all together. Get their gold package. They really take care of you. Check up on you. That's EDS. EDS is, yes, edsairconditioning.com, edsairconditioning.com, EDS is yes Dolphins fans it's a big weekend it's a big weekend I'm telling you that this is the litmus test this is the gauge game season's fine if they lose but if they win let the hype train go into hyper speed that's where you can start using the term Super Bowl let's go Fins that's Christian Cat. I'm Ken Levicka bye bye